I'm Teresa, and I like warm hugs. It's Schmanners. I'm your husband host, Travis McElroy. And I'm your wife host, Teresa McElroy. And you're listening to Schmanners. It's extraordinary etiquette. For ordinary occasions. Hello, my dove. Hello, dear. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm a little, uh, I'm a little under the weather. Oh, no. Yes. Um, little allergy stuff. Busy, busy week. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just a sleepy boy. Oh. You know? And you know what always makes me feel better when I'm sleepy? Is it a hug? It's a hug. <laughs> I do. I'm, I'm, here's the thing. And we're going to discuss this a lot. We're talking about hugs this week, about hugging. Indeed. And easily, easily the, the most asked about, like, question and topic is, like, how to say, I don't want a hug. Or, I have I, lots of tactics yes, and tips for that. I imagine. And... That's the thing. So here's the thing. I am a hugger. I have. And I enjoy your hugs. Oh, thank you. I have been told I give good hugs. Um, and if anyone ever wants a hug, it's one of my favorite things. I like. I like hugs. So if you ever like meet me at a convention or something, and you would like a hug, cool, totally cool. It doesn't and bother me at all. Wasn't it suggested by someone? I want it you was. to look at that. I will. I will look it up. Well, I tell my hugging story. Uh, my you have family. a hugging story. Well, my my hug origin story. Okay. It was a dark and stormy night. (laughs) My family was not really, this may surprise you, not really that into hugs. We always did like a hug and a kiss, I love you, goodbye, Uh right? But it wasn't really like anything other than this is part of the the official greeting and thing like that, right? This was uh, recommended to us by Shannon. Thank you, Shannon. Thank you. Uh, But... I didn't really start getting into hugs until I majored in musical theater. Oh, yeah, very huggy crowd. Yes, such hugs. And it at first, I was like, wow, you guys, let's ease up on the hugs. Um, and then, And then it was more like I learned about why, right? Musical theater people... They have they have so much emotion. That's the reason. That Almost you sing. too much, some might say. That's the reason that you sing in a show, right? That's the justification that there's so much emotion that we have to sing, or we wouldn't be able to explain how we feel. Sure. And I think that that is a trait that a lot of musical theater performers share. They just have so many feelings. Yeah. That they need to they need to hug it out. And I'm okay with that. The thing thing about it, as someone who enjoys hugs and uh, who sees, hey, hugs, they're everywhere, um, I I always feel bad. Like, it must be a bummer to be someone who does not like to be touched and does not like hugs in a world in which hugs seem to be, like, a fairly de facto thing at this point. I'm just like... I, like, when I first meet someone, right, well, I used to, I'm, I'm much more careful about it now, but I would just, like, go for the hug. Now mm-hmm. I ask. Now I say, like, is it okay if I touch you? And 
but like I used to just say, like, oh, nice to meet you. And I could go <laughs> for the hug, right? And like that's the first impression of some people, you know? Yeah. Well, it wasn't always this way. So uh, as late as the 19th century, hugging was used more for imagery, right? So ships hugged the shore. Uh Boxers hugged the ropes of the ring. Um, People hugged themselves with the knowledge of their own virtue. Okay, that well, last one, that one's pretty pompous, huh? I mean, it's it's uh, literary. I, I comfort myself at night, hugging myself with the knowledge <laughs> of my own virtue. It was a literary thing, uh-huh. but it was also something that women could do to each other. They could hug each other, other uh-huh. with affection, and uh, you could hug someone who was ill, right? It was kind of like a, a compassionate gesture. Okay. Um, but it was it was far too intimate, really, for anyone else. Um, but today, like you said, hugging is everywhere. Yes. Um, and there are a lot of of notable people who I don't want to say have been have been hugged, caught hugging. But I do want to say that it's it's become a. The hug as an image, uh-huh. um, especially in America, started, excuse me, in the U.S., um, started probably with Jimmy Carter. Okay. He was often photographed hugging world leaders, um, whereas before that wasn't like a thing in the U.S. It's always been a little more in the way of uh, uh, the Russians, the Mediterranean cultures. Yeah. Places like that. Um, but, you know, Jimmy Carter had, like, fireside chats. And yeah, he very wore, southern charm, too, though, Jimmy Carter. He wore cardigans and stuff. He was very Mr. Rogers, is how it sounds like you're describing him? He was a little bit. I mean, I don't, listen, I don't know anything about the man's politics, and I don't know about him. So it feels weird to suddenly just invoke the name of one of my favorite humans who ever existed. But the way you're describing him makes him sound like a Rogers-esque character. I would say so, yes. Some of his most notable hugs include uh, members of his staff, uh, Willie Nelson, Tip O'Neill, uh, Leonard Brefnev. Uh, In case anyone's wondering, I would hug the heck out of Willie Nelson. <laughs> Given the opportunity, I bet that man gives good hugs. There are some very famous uh, photographs of him hugging the survivors of the Iranian Iranian hostage crisis. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know... Um, uh, thus, let's see. Um, at the time of this printing uh, of my uh, uh, my research, which was in 2011, he had just been photographed hu- hugging it out with a senior member of Hamas. Okay. So, like, he's he's kind of uh, as as um, Catherine Howell states in this in this article, the hugger in chief. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so what I'd, I'd like to talk a little more about as far as, as hugging goes is what, what is it? What, what am hug? What am hug? Um, more like, I want to, I want to talk about what hug does. Okay. Okay. Um, so there is, what hug does, there's data showing that hugging provides a buffer to stress, right? Okay. Uh, and this is This a, is, I assume, for people who enjoy hugs. Because I'll get to that. I, I would say the exact opposite is true if you don't like hugs. Um, so according to Srin 
Mm, Serini Pillay. Pillay? Serini Pillay. That's what I'm going to say. Who is a Harvard Harvard psychiatrist who studies brain science. Um, People will often recommend hugging as a form of social bonding that calms down the fight or flight system, right? Because a good, solid, wanted hug uh, releases oxytocin. Which may improve release the oxytocin, <laughs> which may improve the immune system, and is shown to lower blood pressure. It's one of the hormones, uh, the bonding hormones that's released when uh, during breastfeeding, um, and strangely enough, during labor and delivery. Mm. Uh, but when the hug is awkward. Uh, Pilates warns, I can't imagine what is actually happening is that the person is becoming calmer. Yeah. That's that's yeah. the thing, right? So there aren't a lot of studies that show what happens to a body when it's it's an unwanted hug. Yeah, it's more just the benefits of hugging, um, and it's different in every culture, really. But in in our culture specifically, it's become it's become almost a character trait, right? Um. Because as uh, people in the U.S. especially are really unsure of the hug, and I and I think that that is probably going to be reflected in a lot of our questions. Uh-huh. Um, Lizzie Post, as we know, who is a co-president of the Emily Post Institute, indeed, our, our guru, patron saint, uh, believes that we hug too much. And this is the reasoning. Uh She says, the reason I can say that is because we have all these reactions. It gets awkward or someone has to say something ahead of the hug to stop the hug from happening. If we were all really okay with hugging, we'd just hug. Yeah, you know, if you think about it, just in the way that you described it up to this point, it is, to to use a word uh, you mentioned earlier, intimate. Right? Exactly. If you think about the amount of contact your body is making with another person's body, right? It is, it's, it's a lot. Yes. um, Compared to something like a, a handshake. Um, And it also would make you feel very vulnerable with someone you don't know. Oh, now I'm, I'm coming around on the opposite. I'm coming around the other side of hugs now. (laughs) Oh boy. Okay. Here, I think, is is the defining characteristic, right? Uh, Miss Manners, Judith Martin, um, says that it's a bizarre notion that hugging should inspire affectionate goodwill rather than express it. That is the point, right? Uh-huh. So we're not... It does feel awkward to hug someone in, like, in the hopes... Of making it feel good, right? Whereas you want to hug someone because you feel good, because they make you feel good. So you hug each other to express that feeling. I think, okay. Not to inspire it. The way that you describe it, I think that that is the reason I like hugs so much, is Mm -hmm. like I I am very uh, welcoming and very, uh, like, literally inclusive, um, where like I want everyone to feel included in the events, right? And so I like to hug on meeting someone from my perspective to say I I am accepting you you I'm you know you're you're in as far as I'm concerned 
that uh, make and that not to is make them like me because was not to like. <laughs> That's a wonderful sentiment, but I think that I mean, but what Miss Manners is trying to say is that instead of hugging to include people, when they feel included, they will hug. I guess that's true. Um, and you know that I guess that the the hope of the hugs that we that we give is that everything else will kind of follow when it really should be like the finished deal. Right. Okay. Um, she has a uh, a really great deferment method, which is what I want to talk about next. Um, because this is the thing. I, I, I hate to keep reiterating it, but I will. When I talk about hugging someone, it's always with consent now, right? It's always with, with is it okay if I hug you? Are you a hugger? Is it okay if I touch you now? Because now I know. Mm-hmm. I know. Do you want to know why? You know what, what changed this for me is I think we were doing a, a meet and greet after a show or it was a photo line or something. And I was having the photo taken. I went to put my armor on this person, and they like shrunk and were kind of like visibly upset as I put my hand around their shoulder. And like the idea that I was making them not only uncomfortable, but also like ruining the moment for them, like in yeah. any way. And like I saw that, and I never thought, like, is that, you don't want me to touch? Oh, oh, yeah. So now I always ask, and it's mm-hmm. like for consent and comfort and ease and you know all that stuff. Uh, so Miss Manners, her uh, her deferment technique uh-huh. is what I wanted to talk about. Yes. Um, she notes that when things uh, in the world start panicking, people things like HIV, Ebola, swine flu, it is usually accompanied in a downturn in the cultural appropriateness of hugs. Uh-huh. You know, because people don't want to get sick. sick, I guess. Um, so what she suggests is a smile and a slight wave kind of pointy thing towards the face. More like a, uh, I'm kind of sick or something, right? Oh, okay. So that people feel like, oh, I could hug you. But you're right. It's probably better that we keep our distance and with a handshake so that we don't spread germs. Now, I I think that that is a good method if it is like a one-time, like, oh, I don't feel like hugging this stranger or something, right? But I advocate strongly that if you are someone who does not like hugging, does not like touching, or it does not like hugging, uh, like, except for instances where you feel comfortable or whatever... Whatever, uh, however you feel about it, I think you should say that to people uh, and say like, "Oh, I'm I'm not really comfortable with hugs." I agree. I wish you all could see this amazing maneuver Teresa is doing, where she's holding the bottle for Baby Dot with her cheek while going through her notes. It's incredible, Mom of the Year. Um, I I think uh, it's one of those things where. What, early on in mine and Tybee's friendship, Tybee said, uh, I, I am not comfortable with it. I'm not really a hugger. Not that she doesn't hug at all, right? It just is not a thing that she immediately springs to. And it made me feel like a better friend to be able to, like, to know that and to be able to show, like, okay, good. I will, I will uh, honor that. I will respect that. Yeah. 
and it made me feel like a better friend. You know what I mean? So, like, I think telling people I'm not comfortable with hugs gives them the opportunity to be a better and closer friend. And I think that the, these tips that I'm going to give you also make you kind of examine yourself so that you can decide whether or not you're yes. a hugger. Yes. Um, so the first one is you need to decide in the seconds before you meet someone if you are going to hug them. Okay. I usually try and either go for the handshake or a little wave. Right. Um, but if you if you can't figure that out in like the two seconds before someone approaches you, um, what what you can do is try and read what they're going to go for. Yes. So if someone wants to greet you with a handshake, they're probably going to angle their shoulder to you and put that arm out, right? Yeah. Whereas if someone wants to hug, they'll approach with two arms open and their torso facing directly towards you. Now, if they're coming in in a serpentine maneuver, mm. you want to watch out because they're up to something. If they're zigging and zagging. But yeah, the, in general, I mean, that's the thing of like trying to... It's hard um, if 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 you I'm trying to think of the right way to phrase it because the right answer is always to ask and get consent. Right. Um, but body language is also important if you see someone coming in and all that stuff of like if they're moving for it, if they're not, all of those things. You're absolutely right. Exactly. Okay. And if you if you can't do that, if you can't recognize what it is they're going to do, you need to initiate yourself. Right. So, again, you can stick out your hand, uh, you know, before they really even get to you. Right. So they know what's coming. Um, Or one of the things that you can do is you can start a wave to begin with. Right. So that they see, oh, we're not even going to touch. They're waving at me. Um, But if either of those don't work, you can redirect a little, uh, it's a little trickier. What you need to do is you need to use that shoulder to kind of like take yourself out of the hug space. Okay, so you thrust out your hand and turn your soldier, shoulder like you're kind of dodging a punch, I guess. Yeah, one foot forward with the shoulder and then one foot back, um, so that it. <laughs> it presents less of a target, uh-huh. right? So that the hug would come from a straight on uh, torso to torso. Whereas if you have that shoulder and foot stuck out, yeah. you've only got a little bit of, of hug space available. And that also is good advice for a charging bull. If, if a bull is charging, <laughs> present a smaller target. Um, and then the last one. Here are some ways to escape a hug. The first one is start patting their back. A couple pats. That's yeah. like a signal. Okay, we're done here. Right? Um, I, I I can't remember. I, I used to joke that it was the one, two, three. We're done. Pat, pat, pat. We're done. Yeah, sure. Uh, okay. That's the signal. The signal for we're done. Um, also, if you, if you can't avoid the hug... Give in to the hug and then quickly let go. Yes. What helps so with that? So it's like too? the, what is it Ross used to do for, for Rachel? The hug and release. Yes. Right? And, and I, I think it also helps um, 
in that circumstance, only making contact with like your upper chest, your shoulders, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of like, so that way you're already kind of withdrawn from the hug to begin with. And you can do the one arm half hug. Yeah. Uh, or pick them up and throw them. What? Like no. A, no. <laughs> no. Okay. That's my style. I, I I used to do the bear hug, and now I'm saying that's not enough. And now I just throw them over my shoulders, spin them around for a while, really get in there, deep, deep hugging. This is my new style of hugging. I call it fireman's hug. What? Like a fireman's carry is when you put someone over your shoulders like that. This is a fireman's hug where I <laughs> hug them. It's over, not you hug them over your shoulder? Yeah. And then uh, I do some really cool wrestling maneuvers. Like a tombstone. It's not important. Okay. Who's tombstone? No, it's a rest, it's a maneuver. Don't Wait, worry. the tombstone is a maneuver? Yeah, the uh the uh yeah. Don't worry about it. Okay. Cuz that the under the undertaker did it and it's like it's not important. Don't worry about it. Okay. This is wrestling, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but all of my wrestling knowledge is like from the 90s, like the late 90s. I don't know anything about the wrestlers these days. Back in my day, you used to have snakes. Okay. Are we ready to do some questions? Yes. Okay, but first, thank you note for our sponsor. Aw, fake out. Hi, everybody. It's me, Travis. And here are some thank you notes for our sponsor. First, we want to say thank you to HoneyBook. You've done it. Your creative passion is now your full-time job. How exciting. You did it, but... Maybe you wish someone would have told you how much time drafting proposals, creating contracts, and chasing down payments would take. The good news is that HoneyBook can help with all those tedious admin tasks. So now you can get back to doing what you love. HoneyBook is an online business management tool that organizes your client communications, bookings, contracts, and invoices all in one place. It's perfect for freelancers, entrepreneurs, or small business owners that want to consolidate services they already use, like QuickBooks, Google Suite, Excel, and MailChimp. With HoneyBook, you can automate your busy work. They have easy-to-use templates for emails, proposals, brochures, and invoices. And right now, HoneyBook is offering our listeners 50% off their first year with promo code SCHMANNERS. Payment is flexible, and your promotion applies whether you pay monthly or annually. Go to HoneyBook.com and use promo code SCHMANNERS for 50% off your first year. That's HoneyBook.com, promo code SCHMANNERS. We also want to say thank you to Beta Brand. Do you have a to-do list that never seems to end? Running from a flight straight to a meeting, still have to cook dinner for yourself? Well, Beta Brand's dress pant yoga pants are perfect for the office, home, and anywhere your day takes you. With Beta Brand, you never have to sacrifice comfort or function for style. Beta Brand's dress pant yoga pants are super comfy, stretchy, and stay wrinkle-free. Choose from dozens of colors, patterns, cuts, and styles like boot cut, straight leg, skinny, cropped, and more. And introducing premium denim with the same flexibility and comfort as yoga pants. Right now, our listeners can get 20% off their first order when you go to betabrand.com slash schmanners. That's 20% off your first order at betabrand.com slash schmanners. Millions of people agree these are the most comfortable pants you'll ever wear to work. Go to betabrand.com slash manners for 20% off. Now back to the show. Okay. 
This question comes from Lonnie. I'm not super big on physical contact with people I'm not close to. I'm shaped like a friend and always end up having to dodge hugs. How do I assert my boundaries without coming off as a mean and a party pooper? Okay, here's the thing. Lonnie, I understand the question. It is not mean or a party pooper to state what what you need. Right? Exactly. I'm not much of a hugger. It's nothing personal. Yeah, I'm not really comfortable with hugs. The end. Right now, if if you want to make sure that it doesn't read, however you're worried about it reading, come up with some playful second half of the decision. Like, but like I I love secret handshakes, right? Or fist pump. Or fist, no, wait, me, what is bro. that? Fist bump. Yes. Yeah. Whatever. Right, but I think that oh, I'm not really comfortable with hugs. Like, and and I think that saying it up front, like saying it as soon as like it it, it is applicable makes it more comfortable than if you wait till they're like almost about to hug exactly. you and you're like, oh, I'm not really comfortable with hugs. You just say like, oh, nice <laughs> to meet you. <laughs> and if they go over the hugs, they're like, oh, I'm not really comfortable with hugs, but high five, right? Right. And now it's done. This is where that first step is really important, where you need to make the decision before you get into that situation, right? Yeah. So that way you can like have it ready to go. You're not surprised by it. You know, you could say it like, Right out the gate. And you can practice. And But don't feel bad. Don't ever feel bad about stating what you need. Um, uh, Adam asks, is it always appropriate to ask if you can hug someone? Or are there moments where you can rely on your intuition and just give someone a hug? I think that uh, if they are, you know, if the relationship warrants it, close friends, family. Who you who you have established they are comfortable hugging and it's someone who likes hugging you. Like Right. If you've yeah. hugged them before, um, I can't imagine that it, it would change drastically, although people do change sometimes. I mean, but someone that you see all the time and hug all the time, no reason to ask every time. Yeah. I mean, that's where I think the intuition, they might not in that moment feel like being hugged. It's right? true. And, and that, one would hope that they would say that. Yes. Um, I I think if it's someone you don't know, I mean, I guess if they're walking towards you with their arms out, clearly going for a hug, and you feel like hugging. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the signs but, that, they're, uh, that they want to hug. I think, um, you know, for me, especially, like I said, with like meet and greets and like uh, photos and stuff. I just always ask, like, it's a thing that I ask everybody, even if, like, they touch me first or go for the hug for me, mm-hmm. I still ask because I don't want them to feel like they're supposed to do that, even if they don't want to. That's a big Keanu Reeves internet meme thing, right? Where The hover hand? The hover hand. Yeah. Yeah. So even in pictures where he's clearly nestled quite close to, say, Helen Mirren, uh, he's still not, like, grasping his hand around her. Yes. Which, good move, Keanu. Good move. Um, da- Diane asks, uh, when is the right time to extract yourself from a hug? Whenever you want. <laughs> well, uh, I think I think I read somewhere between three seconds and 20 seconds, depending upon how you feel about the hug and the person. So three seconds is enough. Yeah, I generally am... I like hey listen, I've already established well into this episode I love hugs. But <laughs> I see a hug as 
we have hugs, the hug is done. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like... Hug accomplished. Right. It's like, the longer the hug goes on, it's not more of a hug. <laughs> so, I mean, it's like, the hug is done. The, we're done. We then hugged. it becomes dancing. Yes. Agreed. Or slow wrestling to bring it back to that <laughs> that is a good way to end a hug just as you're hugging and it's going on too long slowly start to like take them down to the ground like just okay and maybe just put your hip against their hip and try to throw them and I'd, you won't have to worry about hugging that person ever again i don't recommend any of that okay that's feel okay um that's true um oh here we have this question. Um, Safi says, "How do I tell someone who I've hugged before I'm not comfortable hugging them anymore?" Mm. I, I think that um, you tell them, say like, "Hey, uh, I, you know, I'm just don't know that I'm comfortable doing hugs anymore." Um, now, here's the thing: I'm I'm assuming, Safi, that this is your that this is something different with you or something you've realized about yourself and not because you don't want to hug them um because i would say if it's like a problem with your relationship has gone bad or you don't like this person anymore um then you don't need to worry about what you tell them just don't hug them anymore <laughs> but if it's a friend i think explaining like you know i i just kind of realized that i'm not really comfortable with hugs um it has it's nothing against you uh, it's me. I'm just not really a hugger, it turns out. I think that's fine. Yeah. Um, I mean, we talk about this all the time. Um, you you decide how much you want to tell someone, talk to someone, and confide in someone, depending upon what your relationship is, right? right. So a good friend that you no longer want to hug will understand if you don't want to hug them. Um, and then say say it's maybe a professional relationship where you hugged because they hugged and now you feel like they expect to hug every time and and you can just say no thanks man and not hug. Um, let's see. Uh, one more here. This is from Aiden. Which is better? One person goes high while the other goes low, or both tilt sideways so one arm is up and one arm is down. Hmm. I think it depends on height, Aiden. Yeah. I think if one person is uh, dramatically higher than the other, you got to do high and low. If you're about equal, uh, angle arms, right? You know, thinking about it, I think that when I hug you, I'm always low, right? Yeah, because you're I'm dramatically shorter. I'm than so me. much shorter. Uh, uh, what? Seven inches? Something like that. Seven inches shorter than me? I never really thought about it, but I. I guess. Do you want to start mixing it up? Do you no. want to start trying to go high and I'll go low? Or we'll hug by like wrapping our bodies around each other, like I mentioned earlier? I think that you can pick one and pretty much stick with it, yeah. right? Because I'm a fairly short person. So I'm coming to think about it and I find that I'm almost always low. I'm I'm a low person, low hugger. What I do um, when I go to hug someone is I just keep my arms stuck out the whole time. I don't wrap. <laughs> Right, and so like I'll put my arms basically just rest my arms on their shoulders. Now sometimes it's backwards. difficult for people to know when when you're goofing. Well, um, I would I would never do that because my um, my mechanic did build uh, elbows into my robot arms, so I am able to fold my arms. Oh, well, the, the goofs are strong in this this one. Listen, like I said, I'm a little under the weather and I'm feeling very tired and very loopy. But I'm having a lot of fun, and I'm enjoying recording this episode with you. 
Um, I I'm, just love you very much. Now, that's uh, the questions. But before we wrapped up, you said you wanted to talk a little bit about the international uh, uh, etiquette of hugging. Yes. Um, so in France, uh, you may be expected to give someone like kisses on either cheek mm-hmm. um, instead of a hug, which is still considered too intimate. But cheek kiss is totally cool. Cheek kiss huh, is totally cool. Um, conversely, in Canada, even in French-speaking Canada, uh, handshake all the way. And if you if you know someone intimately, you could give them the cheek kisses. But then hugs are still, uh, at least in the business world, frowned upon. Mm. Yes, keep those hugs in the bedroom. <laughs> uh, and in Japan... We've talked about this just a little bit. Um, you would not be expected even to offer a handshake. It's all um, different levels of bowing, mm-hmm. right? Depending upon your respect for the person and their and the hierarchy between the two of you. And yeah, you know, the more that we talk about like physical contact manners, the more I think that. I'm very jealous of like the the how structured uh like the the hierarchy of Japanese bowing is of just like hey you don't have to worry about any kind of ambiguity anymore cuz here's a list of rules that like explains how long to shake the hand, right? How yeah, many, what the degree of angle is right, between the two people. The, like we need more structure in our physical contact greetings. Here in the U.S., we need more like, oh, now if they pat your back twice, it means this, and three times means that, and if it's four times, oh, no, something's gone horribly wrong. Something like that. We need more yeah. structure. In the U.K., handshake really only. None, none of the kisses or air kisses or any of that kind of stuff. Um, but in Australia, it's kind of like an affront if you don't at least offer the hug. Oh, really? Um, well, because, like, one of the, the image things is that Australians are really, like, laid back and friendly, right? Good day, mate. Sure. Yes, I've heard that. Stuff like that. Um, but in in the U.S., we are trending further and further towards the hug. So I would say if it is a, a, a personal meeting, you you probably can gauge whether or not the other person wants to hug, but I would steer clear of it in business settings. Handshake is always safe. Hey, uh, you know what? In in this year, uh, 2020, I'm willing to bet that somewhere you can find somebody who makes buttons or pins Ooh. that says, like, I don't like hugs or I am comfortable hugging or whatever. Let's just get those just normalized and out there. Maybe we can do some sort of wristband uh, <laughs> coding that says, like, I'm a handshake person. I don't like touch at all. I'm cool with hugs. Whatever. I only hug my friends. Well, I feel like they have those, but, like, for dogs that are nervous or okay. don't approach. or things. I've talked about this before, that I want one that indicates that I am not comfortable with small talk, and I do not need it in an interaction with someone. I'm fine with big talk. I want that. I'm cool with that. I would like that to happen. Let's talk about your hopes and dreams, and you can tell me how uh, you became, you know, a cashier at the grocery store. But I don't need like this weather, huh? That's that is. I don't. I never know how to respond to that. Yeah, weather, right? Uh, this is a real niche market you're you're catering to. Listen, but with the internet, I it's can. It's true. 
I can cater to whatever niche market I want. All right, so that's going to do it for us. Thank you so much, everyone who has joined us, uh, including uh, Dot. Dot McRoy joining us once again. Didn't contribute a lot to this episode. A few noises. Yeah, she didn't really bring a lot of goose or anything. Um, She's got time. Thank you to everybody who came out for the Cincinnati shows for oh, My Brother, yeah. My Barney, and Adventure Zone. So much fun. Um, speaking of, if you are fans of My Brother, My Brother, Me, or the Adventure Zone, uh, there are tickets on sale now uh, for some tours we're doing in Boston and Moshantucket, uh, Connecticut, which I believe I am pronouncing wildly incorrect. <laughs> Uh, Norfolk, Virginia, and Foxwoods Casino. Uh, we're do it. Those are all in April, beginning of April and end of April. If you go to uh, macroid.family, you can click on tours and see all those. They're on sale now. Uh, don't wait. The Boston shows, I believe one of them is already sold out, but it's my brother, my brother, me with uh, Sawbones opening and the Adventure Zone. So, oh, so I'm not out. doing any of those shows. I mean, if you want to, we haven't discussed it. We'll figure it out. Hey. If you have topic ideas, yeah, you should send them to us because if I got if if I was inspired uh-huh. by a really great topic, yeah, I would I would insist on performing. You know, with Boston and how much history Boston has, I guarantee that there's somebody from Boston that's like, you uh, should talk about X. Yeah, if you got that, you let us know. Same with I guess Washington or Norfolk, Virginia, or uh, Fox or you know. whatever the name real name of that. That place is. Washington. There's no way that's it. That's fine. Anyways, there's just so many consonants in it. Um, let's see what else. Uh, go check out all the other amazing shows on MaximumFun.org. Speaking of Maximum Fun, the Max Fun Drive is coming up very soon, right at the beginning of March. Uh, or actually, no, I lied, right in the middle of March. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is your chance, if you love Schmanners and other McElroy shows that are on the Maximum Fun Network, you can become a donor and a supporter of our shows, which we thoroughly appreciate. You can tweet at us, at Schmanners cast uh that is also where we put up the episode uh the topic each week so that we can pull questions uh and if you have ideas for topics we are always excited to get them schmannerscast at gmail.com uh don't tweet them at us they'll just get lost in the mix email schmannerscast at gmail.com what else Teresa? well we always thank brent Brentafloss black for writing our theme music which is available as a ringtone where those are found also, thank you to Kayla M. Wassel for our Twitter thumbnail art. Already mentioned that at Manners Cast. Also, thank you to Bruja Betty Pinup Photography for our beautiful cover photo of the fan-run Facebook group, Schmanners Fanners. Some great stuff coming uh, through that group. I, I take a peek every once in a while. But it is fan-run, like I said. And if you are looking for... Um, other fans who will give and get excellent advice, you should go ahead and join that on Facebook. Uh, and I believe that that's going to do it for us. Uh, join us again next week. No, RSVP required. You've been listening to Schmanners. Manners, Schmanners. Get it. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.